0: Well, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. In this episode, I'm suggesting some gifts you can give yourself during this holiday season and for the coming year. You'll find more information and links to some resources I mentioned in the show, all in the show notes for this episode at the slash 476. This episode is brought to you by Text Expander. You can take your time back with the power of Text Expander. Repetitive typing, little mistakes, searching for answers, these all take precious time away from us, but with Text Expander we can take it back. And they're offering the productive woman listeners twenty percent off your purchase if you use my link, textexpander.com slash TPW, and enter the code TPW when you order. So you don't need to waste time typing or Cutting and pasting things that you've already worded perfectly. You can simply create a snippet that you save in Text Expander and you'll never need to retype again. Your snippets are saved to the cloud so they're available on all your devices Mac, Windows, Chrome, iPhone, and iPad. Now, if you aren't familiar with Text Expander, a snippet is basically just an abbreviation it's a few keystrokes that will automatically expand into the text you've assigned to it so personally i've been using text expander for years long before they were ever a sponsor of this podcast and i have dozens of snippets for frequently used text everything from phone numbers and email addresses my state bar numbers all the way up to longer messages comprised of several formatted paragraphs with frequently shared information for clients, colleagues, and others. You can also create snippets that will automatically correct typos in words that you tend to misspell or mistype. So, with Text Expander, you can work faster and smarter. You can use Text Expander's powerful shortcuts and abbreviations to streamline and speed up everything you type and create powerful snippets to save you time so that all you type is a short abbreviation and text expander does the rest of the typing for you. And if you work with a team, you can create efficiencies with your whole team, keeping them communicating efficiently and with consistent language by sharing your snippets of messaging, signatures, and descriptions with everyone who works on projects with you. You can visit textexpander.com slash tpw to learn more and be sure to use my code tpw at checkout to get 20% off your purchase. All right. So during this holiday season, I originally thought it would be fun to do kind of a gift ideas episode. And I actually intended to assemble a list of productivity related gift ideas for yourself and for other people. But when I started working on it, my thoughts kind of went in a completely different direction. So I'm going to share with you my ideas for gifts you can give yourself this holiday season and for the coming year. Some gifts that just might make it the most productive year of all. And I've got 10 ideas and I'd love to hear what your thoughts are uh, as well. So first of all, give yourself the gift of time. Time is perhaps our most finite resource. And while we can't actually give ourselves more time, we all only have those 24 hours in a day, one of the most productive things we can do is to make the best possible use of the time that we have. So you can give yourself the gift of time by, first of all, simplifying your life, your schedule, your space things that we've talked about in many past episodes, to leave more time for the things that matter to you. So this involves gifting yourself some attention to your time, your schedule, your space, evaluating whether it's serving you, what's on there that maybe doesn't fit with your goals and the things you value in life, and making adjustments where it makes sense. You can also give yourself the gift of time by tweaking the tools that you use, your calendar, your task manager, and that sort of thing to make sure that they're working the best for you. So give yourself the gift of time by eliminating things that are using up your time that could better be spent on things that really matter a lot to you. And that thats a kind of generic or, or general sort of gift, um, kind of intangible. If you want to give yourself a tangible gift that will help you with the gift of time, look at giving yourself a new planner or a new notepad and set of pens if you're a, you know a, a, an analog kind of person. Or give yourself the gift of time by hiring help for something like house cleaning or filing in your office if you have the resources to do that. So number one is the gift of time. The second gift I'd like to suggest that you give yourself, and you know these are things that I, I'm considering giving myself as well, is the gift of health. You know, often when life is very full and we have lots of responsibilities and we're taking care of everybody, uh, the first thing we drop is taking care of ourselves. but it's really hard to show up as our best selves for other people if we're not physically, mentally, and emotionally as healthy as we could be. So to give yourself the gift of health, do the basics. Uh, Take some time now or right after the first of the year to schedule your medical, dental, uh, eye checkups, all of those things, if you haven't already scheduled them. Get those on the calendar now and make that time for yourself. Also, You can give yourself the gift of health by carving out time on purpose in your schedule to eat well, to get enough sleep, and to move your body every day. And also evaluate your inputs, that is your physical inputs, what you're taking in physically, mentally, and emotionally. Evaluate those things and eliminate those that don't contribute to your health and replace them with others that do. So, you know, mentally and emotionally, if you're allowing into your mind things that don't contribute to your mental health, whether it's things you read, things you watch, people you talk to, any of those sorts of things, consider eliminating those and replacing them with healthier alternatives. As far as tangible gifts that can help you give yourself the gift of health, There's lots of options. Maybe you want to give yourself a gym membership or just a few sessions with a trainer to learn how to use the various weights and machines and things in the gym. Maybe give yourself a set of new sneakers so that you'll go walking more or a treadmill if you want to be able to get some exercise at home. Maybe you want a few sessions with a therapist or a counselor to help strengthen your mental and emotional health or Fresh flowers for your desk or your kitchen island. There are lots of little things that you can give yourself to help contribute to this gift of health. The third gift is the gift of learning. I really believe a truly productive person that is productive in the sense of getting the things done that matter and also making a life that matters A truly productive person is a lifelong learner, both with respect to practical skills and just general knowledge. There's always something new to learn, whether it's about our job, our relationships, or the world in general. And the act of learning new things keeps our minds active, our brains active, so it contributes to our mental health. It also keeps us engaged and enthusiastic and therefore more productive. So there are lots of ways you can give yourself the gift of learning. You can take a class or take some lessons or read a book about something new, some new subject or some new uh, topic that you want to expand your knowledge on. But commit to setting aside time each week in the coming year to learn something new. I was kind of inspired in this area. My oldest son who recently retired after 20-some years in the U.S. Navy, is taking horseback riding lessons for the first time in his life. So he's learning something new, a physical skill that also contributes to his health because it gets him out in the fresh air and gets him active and moving around. So a lot of times you can kind of get double duty on some of these gifts that you give yourself uh, to get more than one gift out of one particular investment. As far as tangible gifts that can help you give yourself this gift of learning, again, there's lots of options. Sign up for a class, whether it's a college class or a skills class at the fabric store or horseback riding lessons or ski lessons or something like that. Um Sign up for a conference maybe where you can learn more about your profession uh, and develop your professional skills. Or simply buy a book about a topic that is of interest to you where you can learn something new. The fourth gift that I encourage you to give yourself this year is the gift of perspective. I think learning to see things from a broader perspective is valuable for our well-being, our ability to deal with difficulties, our creativity and our problem-solving abilities, our relationships, and our ability to resolve conflicts. And all of those things affect our productivity, both in our ability to get things done and to make a life that matters. So we all have a sort of way of seeing things. But broadening that perspective, broadening our view of things can only benefit us both in our quality of life and and in our productivity. So you can do that by reading or listening to something that comes from a different life experience or cultural background than yours. Or have a conversation, a true conversation, not an argument, but a true conversation with someone you disagree with. And... And actually listen and try to understand. You can broaden your perspective and give yourself that gift of perspective by traveling to a place that's very different from where you live. We can give ourselves the gift of perspective by intentionally cultivating curiosity instead of judgment about people, places, circumstances, and events. One article I read that I thought was interesting recommends trying the improv comedy technique of yes and. In the article, the writer says, Each of us has our own habits of mind, things we reflexively are negative about, and the stories we repetitively tell ourselves about what is or isn't possible. Maybe you don't apply for certain jobs or pitch ideas at work because you're sure that it won't be successful. But there are ways to break out of that sort of thinking. Taking a nod from improv comedy, you can expand and shift your vision to consider a multitude of possibilities. Using the improv skill of saying yes and, you can accept the concrete reality about a given project or situation and build on it by seeing what can be added, changed, or improved. By using yes and, you can dismantle limiting beliefs that have become habits of mind while cultivating a flexibility that will help you think creatively about future challenges. And I really like this idea. Uh, I think I've said before, I have a, a sort of reflexive response to change or to things not going according to plan that is very negative. I don't react well my initial reaction to something going wrong or or just going in a different way than i expected that is is not very positive so my sort of reflex is to look at a situation and say no no that's not how it's supposed to be but i like this idea of saying okay that's what is yes yes that's what is and We can do this and we can change that and we can add this. Uh, So that's all about developing perspective and looking at greater possibilities than what comes to us naturally. As far as tangible gifts that can help us get the gift of, or give ourselves rather, the gift of perspective, one thought that comes to mind is travel. Traveling to different parts of the world or just different parts of the country or, or different parts of your city to, than you normally go to can help you to develop a different perspective or a greater awareness of the possibilities and the differences that are out there. So that, I think, is a, a great gift we can give ourselves to help develop that perspective. Gift number five is the gift of friendship. Friendship. One of the most important assets for making a life that matters is a strong support system. And I believe that includes being a support system for others. We are, as Brene Brown has written, wired for connection. Even for those of us who are introverts, who are energized by alone time, relationships are important. And I've often said, and I truly believe that a life that matters most often matters in relation to other people. So we can give ourselves a a greater productivity in all the different senses by giving ourselves the gift of friendship. And that might mean schedule time to get together with an old friend or pick up the phone and call someone you haven't spoken to in a while Or invite someone to lunch who you'd like to have as a new friend. But finding ways to enrich and enhance our life and therefore our productivity by developing these relationships, by having friends and being a friend can make a huge difference in how our year goes. There are tangible gifts we can give ourselves kind of in this category of of the gift of friendship in, in planning activities with friends, whether we're talking about lunch or just coffee or weekend girls getaway or taking a class together. Now that can combine the gift of friendship with the gift of learning. So here's another example of ways that you can uh, give yourself multiple gifts with one activity. Uh, maybe f- uh, Connecting with a friend who also wants to give themselves the gift of health, and you schedule a time to walk together around the track at the local high school or take a swim class together. There, you're giving yourself the gift of friendship and the gift of health in one fell swoop. So consider those sorts of things. The sixth gift I encourage you to give yourself this year is the gift of forgiveness, Studies have shown, and, and my own personal life experience has borne this out, that harboring unforgiveness and resentment actually impairs our own quality of life and our productivity. I have heard unforgiveness referred to as basically allowing someone else rent-free space in your mind. It doesn't have any consequence to that person, but it impairs your quality of life and so I encourage you to give yourself the gift of forgiveness, the relief from that, that mental pain, I guess is the best way to say it, by choosing to forgive someone who has wronged you. Now, this doesn't mean you have to let them be a part of your life. You know, it depends on what the circumstances are and what the wrong was. But by letting go of the burden of resentment, of blame, of any of that, and choosing on purpose to forgive that person, no matter what it is they've done, you will enhance your own quality of life in immeasurable ways and allow yourselves to be uh, to be more productive in all the ways that matter. And I, I honestly, I couldn't think of a tangible gift in this area other than maybe a trip to meet someone face to face and... Forgive them in person. But I don't think that's necessary because forgiveness is a choice of the mind. And you can give yourself that gift whether you ever speak to that person again or not. So I encourage you to give yourself the gift of forgiveness, both with respect to other people, but also for yourself. Maybe you, like I, have, I don't know, regrets from your past, things that you've done that haunt you in some ways, you can choose, I can choose, we can choose to forgive ourselves for being less than perfect in the past. Even if we've done some pretty crummy things, we can choose to give ourselves that gift of forgiveness to let go of the resentment that we feel toward ourselves for the things that we might have done in the past that we wish we had done differently and move forward uh, without that burden. The seventh gift is the gift of peace. Now, the opposites of peace are conflict, strife, and anxiety. One writer that I was reading has said, the opposite of peace is not war, it's fear. All of these obviously are at odds with productivity, either in the sense of getting things done or of making a life that matters, because they distract us and they make it difficult to accomplish what matters to us. The stress of constantly conflicted or anxious thinking also can have consequences for our physical health. So giving ourselves the gift of peace can make a huge difference in our physical and mental well-being and in therefore in our productivity. So nurturing peace, that is a serenity and a calmness inside, on the other hand, helps us to enjoy our lives and be more productive. People who are at peace are happier, and happier people are more productive. There's lots of studies that show that. That's just the science of it, so to speak. So we can give ourselves the gift of peace by practicing quietness, both of body and of mind. Um, for for some of us, and I'm raising my hand here, the mind is constantly going, and it's hard to feel at peace when your mind is just going 100 miles an hour in all directions, so we can nurture peace by practicing quieting our mind. And meditation can help nurture that inner peace. So can reading, memorizing, and pondering scriptures or, or sacred texts that are meaningful to you. Uh, several articles that I looked at in, in this idea of nurturing inner peace talked about teaching yourself to accept what is instead of fighting and resisting against it because that's a lot of where that turmoil comes from internally is when we are whether consciously or not we're fighting against what is you know the existing circumstances now learning to accept what is doesn't mean you can't work to make things better but it's it kind of goes back to that yes and thing we can be more at peace if we can instead of saying it shouldn't be this way, it shouldn't be this way, it, it, it's not supposed to be like this, to just stop that kind of resistant thinking and say, okay, here's what is. This is what is. I don't like it. I don't have to like it, but it is. So what can we do about it? That's the yes and. As far as tangible gifts in the area of giving yourself peace, there are a few things we, that came to mind. Uh, investing in a meditation app. Uh, I use Calm to to help me quiet my mind. Maybe you want to sign up for a retreat somewhere that creates peaceful feelings for you. For me, that would be near the ocean or near a lake in the mountains. I f- feel more peaceful in those kinds of places. Uh, I am looking forward to giving myself this gift of peace in the coming year. My husband and I have bought a, a an RV, a recreational vehicle, a, a fifth wheel trailer to go camping in. We'll actually be picking it up the week that this episode is published, and we are making plans to go take that trailer and camp in some campgrounds where there are lots of trees and there's a lake nearby. And we're not going to be there with uh, lots of activity going on. We're not signing up for any of that. But just to be in the peace and stillness of the the woods or near the lake and let that kind of sink into who we are. So that's an investment that we are making. I've made, we've made together in giving ourselves the gift of peace. The eighth gift I encourage you to give yourself this year is the gift of joy. Now we discussed this back in episode four twenty four because um, this word joy was kind of kind of came to me as my word for this year, and it's something I've had to continually bring myself back to to remind myself to look for the joy. Um, as we discussed back in that episode 424, studies show that happy people are more productive. And if happiness is how we feel over time, we can foster long-term happiness by recognizing, seeking, and fostering those moments of joy. If joy can come from A sense of meaningfulness, which is what a lot of the research shows, we certainly will find more joy in a life that we're intentionally creating based on our own values and priorities. So, to give yourself the gift of joy, I encourage you to, first of all, choose to look for joy, even in the small things. The, the things happen around us all day that if we're paying attention can foster joy in us. Maybe it's the laughter of a small child. I mean, what is better than a, you know, a very young child under, under a year old that is just laughing uproariously? Or maybe it's the sun setting over the ocean or a gathering of loved ones uh, certainly, we can foster joy and give ourselves the gift of joy by avoiding comparison and i I don't recall, and I didn't go look up who who is it that said comparison is the thief of joy, and it really is if we are comparing ourselves to other people or to some idea we have in our head of who we should be, we will not experience joy, so give up on comparison and intentionally seek out experiences and activities that bring you joy. As far as tangible gifts that can, can help you give yourself this gift of joy, uh, I think it's going to be arranging for experiences that bring you joy, whether it's a get-together with people with whom you can laugh or a trip to a place either n- near or far away that brings you joy. Uh, those are good investments of money in giving yourself that gift. Number nine is the gift of adventure. I got this idea from Laura Vanderkam's wonderful book, Tranquility by Tuesday. And I'll put the link. We talked about this in our productive reading series earlier this year. It was just such a good book. Uh, Rule six of her nine ways to calm the chaos and make time for what matters is one big adventure, one little adventure. And I think according to her book part of the value of doing this of of intentionally uh, creating adventures and going on adventures is that it has an effect on our perception of how time passes. And either way, making memories is a very productive use of our time. I really believe that. So in her book, Vandercam recommends one big adventure and one small adventure each week. And she defines a big adventure as something that takes a few hours, like maybe half of a weekend day, and small adventures being something that takes about an hour. And she recommends doing both each week, and she offers lots of suggestions in the book. But if one one, one or two a week sounds too daunting for you, maybe start by planning to do one new thing each month, some adventure, uh, something new and different that you haven't done before. As far as tangible gifts, Uh, that can help give you the gifted adventure, I have to recommend that if you haven't already read Tranquility by Tuesday, you get that book and read it. And if you have read it, maybe read it again. Uh, And the other tangible gift you can give yourself, of course, is to set up an adventure somewhere new, something you haven't done before uh, that uh, lets you explore some area or some activity You know, and this is another one that's going to combine with or can combine well with some of the other gifts. By going on an adventure, you can give yourself the gift of perspective, the gift of joy, the gift of friendship, if you take a friend with you, the gift of learning, and the gift of health. So all of these things can be combined in simply going on an adventure somewhere. And finally, number 10 is the gift of grace and we talk about this at the end of every episode but it's important and i want to encourage us all to give the gift of grace this coming year now one way of looking at this is of giving grace as being giving love forgiveness kindness and peace however you want to define grace when you give this gift to others and to yourself Whether or not they or you deserve it, and I'm using air quotes around deserve, you are literally making the world a better place for yourself and other people, and you're making your life matter even more. And we talked with some specificity about giving grace back in episode 262, if you want to check that out to get some thoughts there. One writer that I read recently encourages us with five ways to give ourselves grace. Number 1 is don't be perfect, be real. Number 2 is mess up, but don't let yourself feel bad. I mean we're all going to make mistakes, right? But the idea of giving yourself grace is is a little bit of yes and, I guess, maybe that you acknowledge the mess up, but you don't beat yourself up over it. Number three, this writer says, is give yourself permission to not do everything. Number four is never feel selfish for taking you time. And number five is do one thing a day you're proud of. And I really like that idea, being intentional about that. What can you do that you can be proud of? Now, this writer is talking about ways we can give ourselves the gift of grace, but I would suggest that you can give others the gift of grace by applying all of those same things to the other person as well. Don't expect them to be perfect. Let them be who they are. Um, Acknowledge that people mess up, but don't make them feel bad. Give them grace about it. Give others permission to not do everything and especially to not do everything perfectly. Let them take time for themselves. And this, I think, would specifically apply to the people that are closest to you in your life. And on the the fifth one that this writer talked about of where, where we're to do one thing a day that we're proud of, I would say every day look for something you're proud of in the people that are closest to you, the people that you most want to extend grace to, whether that's a spouse or a child or your parent or your siblings uh, or your coworkers or your assistant, look for something you can be proud of. And I would add to that: give voice to it. Let them know what what you see in them that you're proud of. As far as tangible gifts for giving the gift of grace, uh, the one that came to mind for me was to buy yourself a piece of art that reminds you to extend grace. You can add beauty and maybe a little bit of joy to your life by finding a piece of artwork that reminds you to extend grace to others and to yourself. I found a beautiful shadow box art piece years ago that has the word grace formed out of jewel-colored glass. And I keep that in my office uh, right near my desk where I can see it each day to remind myself of the importance of extending grace to other people and to myself. So those are my 10. Just to recap, they are the gift of time, the gift of health, the gift of learning, the gift of perspective, the gift of friendship, The gift of forgiveness, the gift of peace, the gift of joy, the gift of adventure, and the gift of grace. In this holiday season, we're in the middle of December here, we're all about gift giving, and I celebrate that. I think it's wonderful. But consider giving yourself a gift or two this year that will help you to be more productive throughout the coming year. And in so doing, I think you'll be giving gifts to others as well those you know, and the world at large, because these gifts will help you to show up in a stronger and more joyful and more productive way for the people in the world around you. Those are my thoughts. I'd love to know what you think. What gift will you give yourself for the coming year? Uh, I'd love it if you'd share that with me. You can share that or any other thoughts you might have in the comments section of the show notes for this episode, which you will find at theproductivewoman.com slash 476. You'll also find links to a few articles that I found that I looked at while I was preparing this episode. You can also share your thoughts and your ideas about gifts on the Productive Woman Facebook page or in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, if you're a member there. Of course, if you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, you can do that by emailing your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And I'd love to hear from you. I'm going to confess that right now, uh, in December is a very, very busy time for me in my legal practice. I'm a commercial real estate lawyer in, <laughs> as my day job, and it's a very busy time for my clients and therefore for me. So if I don't respond to your email right away, please know that I saw it because I check every day and I will respond as quickly as I can. I always am so grateful to hear from you. Uh, remember for listeners of this podcast, Text Expander is offering 20% off your purchase of this uh, what I find to be a, an absolutely necessary productivity tool, Text Expander. You can visit textexpander.com/tpw to learn more and be sure to use my code tpw at checkout to get 20% off your purchase. And thank you so much to Text Expander for supporting the Productive Woman podcast. And that is it for this episode of the Productive Woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I hope you feel like it was a good use of your time and that you found something helpful or encouraging. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter.